when ChatGPT answers something, it's going to think it's right. And the reason why it's going to think it's right is because that's the way it's programmed. It's designed or based on the question that you've asked it, it's trying to give you the best answer it possibly can. So therefore, if it's answering something, saying, I'm absolutely right about this particular topic, you are the one, as a human being, you have to go in there, double check and go, is it actually right? Because there's a high probability that it's not going to get it right. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, where driven women in business learn how to become more bold, brave, and unwaveringly confident. Feel empowered and challenged through inspiring stories and tell it like it is advice for business, life, and leadership. Welcome or welcome back to the Bombshell Business Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Hurdle. And today I am going to dip back into, y'all know one of my favorite industries, if not my favorite industry, we'll say hospitality is my favorite industry. And in that world, my vacation rental family that has um, adopted me and I'm definitely all in, you know, I just I have so many friends in the industry and they do so many neat things that are transferable that I'm I'm really pumped to introduce you to my friend Bart today um, because of all the topics out in the interwebs right now, I dare say this is the hottest one. So obviously I'm going to bring my friend in to teach you about that. So Bart Sobies is a leader in the tourism industry with a passion for helping hospitality businesses navigate the digital world. As the founder of The Accommodation Show and iBook.online, Bart has helped thousands of hospitality owners increase revenue through his company. He also shares his expertise on marketing, branding, and building digital products through his industry talks and Facebook community. Follow Bart for the hottest hospitality marketing tips and more direct booking strategies. I can attest to that. We've shared the stage together. We've powwowed together. He's a rock star. Welcome to the Bombshell Business Podcast, Bart. Thank you so much for having me, Amber. I'm super excited about today's topic. I'm super excited to meet your audience and to talk to everyone about all the things that we're doing in our business and with our accommodation owners and managers and all the other businesses, the hospitality business we work with to kind of really help them um, in 2023, 2024 and getting uh, doing things better. Yeah. Well, and I think that's the the key thing about AI, right? And, you know, specifically ChatGPT, which has taken over the world, is, you know, you can be scared of something that you're uncertain about, or you can jump on it and build efficiencies with it and not be scared of it. So what was it about this particular, well, maybe let me just take a huge step back because... <laughs> Maybe people don't even know what ChatGPT is. Maybe they've been living underneath a rock. Can you just walk us through, let's just start with what is ChatGPT? Yeah, so ChatGPT is basically technology which, uh, and I'm going to do it in my words, right? It's Mm -hmm. technology which helps you communicate more effectively. It's as simple as that. So it's a tool which you use and you give it prompts um, or you ask it questions and then it'll answer those questions. And the key with ChatGPT, it's a, it's a language model, it's AI generated, so that's computer generated. It's giving you answers to these questions in a form that a lot of the time is indistinguishable, indistinguishable from a human being. So it's almost like asking one of your friends or asking Amber a question, and then it's as if you were to get an answer from Amber and it's, it's perfect. And you're, wow, that's amazing. Uh, you ask for a piece of business advice and Am- uh, Amber answers you, but this is actually ChatGPT, which is doing it. And what it's doing is it's leveraging all the information on the internet 
smashing it all together and then giving you an answer to the question that you have. And the fascinating thing is that you can ask it pretty much anything, pretty much anything that you can think of, as long as it's not current affairs, uh, saying this maybe happened in the past, but you can ask it for a recipe. You can ask it how to do better SEO on your website. Yeah. You can ask it questions about philosophy and it will equally answer those questions. Yeah, it's so juicy. Now, it's, it's, of course, I come from the thought leadership world and I'm friends with all kinds of speakers and authors and, and that sort of thing. So in our Facebook groups, like the National Speakers Association members only Facebook group, like we'll throw in there like, hey, I asked ChatGPT to tell me about whatever. And for the most part, when it describes me, like it's hard to kind of see the forest for the trees. Like when you're in it, it's hard to explain things. ChatGPT mm. like gave me the juiciest marketing language for my highest value for other people, you know. But then it also, um, I did it a couple different times. And then like one time it said I was an author of a different book that I never wrote. And then another time it made up a book that I never wrote that was like a sequel to my first book. And I'm like, okay, so at that point I started doing the prompts and then I'd always say, and cite all sources. So I get like a bibliography with every single thing so that I can cross-reference and make sure that the information is accurate. So talk us through for people who are concerned about that kind of thing. Like what are some of the strategies you've used to ensure that when you ask a question and it gives you a response that all the juiciness is there and you get to keep it, but it's also accurate and you're not setting yourself up for failure? Yeah, absolutely. You're trying to get it to, to answer the questions in a way that makes sense and in a way which is right. The one thing that everyone needs to be aware of is when ChatGPT answers something, it's going to think it's right. And the reason why it's going to think it's right is because that's the way it's programmed. It's designed or based on the question that you've asked it, it's trying to give you the best answer it possibly can. So therefore, if it's answering something saying, I'm absolutely right about this particular topic, you are the one as a human being, you have to go in there, double check and go, oh, is it actually right? Because yeah. there's a high probability that it's not going to get it right. Um, and so now we're saying, so, okay, if it's not going to get it right, one thing is just to know it's not going to get it right. And you have to double check everything it does, absolutely everything, and make sure that it's right because it can go in the wrong direction. But generally, the reason why it's gone in the wrong direction is because you've given it the wrong prompt. You yeah. haven't given it enough context to understand what it is that you're actually asking it. Yeah. So one of the fields which is and you might not know this yet Amber, but there's a field which is um developing right now where there's jobs that are high paying over three hundred thousand dollars a year to become um ai or chat gpt um prompt writers or a prompt writer and what these people do is they figure out the ways to ask questions of chat gpt to get the right answers because once you have the secret source to asking the right question then you can use it to do so many things and automate them within your business. So to, that was kind of the longer answer, but what you're doing is you're giving ChatGPT the right context. And the first part of what you do is when you give it context is you explain what you're asking it to do. I'm asking you to write some HTML code for my website. I'm asking you to write an email to this particular audience. I'm asking you to write a blog article. So the first thing you do is you start to give it context as to what you want it to do. And then you're going to give it context as to the information that you have about that particular topic. 
And then after that, you're going to give it a bit of tone and say, hey, can you write it in this particular way and that sort of thing. And that should already give a little bit more framework for it to go, all right, cool. I understand what Amber's thinking and I will go in that direction and, and give some answers. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, I'm even just flipping through some of my prompts right now and, um, and seeing the difference in the content based on the prompt that I gave and how my prompts are maturing and getting smarter because you learn as you're using this tool, like what works and what doesn't. So one thing that, you know, we really pride ourselves on this show is that listeners can get something that they can apply to their business immediately mm-hmm. and get a result. So let's, let's, we've kind of taken a step back and said, what is chat GPT? How do we use it? How do we break it? What are some of our concerns? Let's dial it into something that everybody always wants to talk about. And that is social media. So mm-hmm. how could the average business owner tap into the intelligence of chat GPT to create a social media strategy? Yeah. So uh, the, the one thing that I personally find most useful. So let me, let me give you, let me like rewind just a second because sure. I want to give you some more context as to why I'm giving these ideas to everybody. And these ideas are gold, right? They're going to be gold. You know, like, oh my God, I can do this and that and this and that. So back in November, 2022, that's when I started playing around with chat GPT. So we're in technology, we're in marketing. We're always thinking about ways of doing things better. And I'd heard about it. And if you were like me and you're like, oh, I've heard about this, but I just don't have the time to sit down and, and look at this tool and figure it out because there's so many tools, right? Everybody's pushing a new product, a new idea, a new concept. You read about things. Oh, I don't really need that. And I thought to myself, let me, as a leader in technology, I need to get on this. I need to have a look at it at least and start playing around with it because before that, there's so many other AI tools that are out there, right? You can make images, you can make uh, synthesia, so you can make bots talk for you. And it's, it's, it's all, it's not great. It's not great at the moment in terms of practical use. So I tried ChatGPT, I asked it a few questions and I thought, oh my God, this is unbelievable. And then I said, uh, and I said, oh, can you write me an email or a response to this email? I copied an email for the client had sent me popped it in there. And then I just said, Hey, can you write a response? Which, which, you know, which is a uh, empathetic or whatever. And then it started answering the que- the email. I was like, Oh, this is great. Then the social media one was the next thing I did. Right. Can you give me some ideas around direct bookings? Cause we're direct booking experts, right? I, I should know everything about direct bookings. What does chat GPT know that I don't know? Will it be able to figure out the 10 top things about direct bookings and a great direct booking strategy. And, and it started and to do put it. A quick time out on there for people who don't speak that language. So what Bart is saying, <laughs> all of our, all of our um, STR and VR friends are like, yeah, but then everybody else is like, what does that mean? Okay. So when you get a vacation rental, you call it an Airbnb. It is not an Airbnb. Airbnb is an OTA, an online travel agency where you can look through lots of different vacation rentals and pick which one you are. And the engine allows you to book your business there. It is not an Airbnb. Airbnb does not own real estate. So actually they do, but it's 
Okay, so I digress. Anyways, so when he's saying direct booking, a, a vacation rental company wants you to book directly with them so they can take better care of you. And so you can save money and you don't have to deal with all the BS that Airbnb has that you're reading about in, in the newspapers and, and online and everything. So when we're talking about direct booking, we're like book direct through the hotel, book direct through the vacation rental company. Okay, sorry. Thank you. Back to yeah. and and look, I, I'm gonna expand that a little bit as well because direct bookings it actually applies across verticals and across ho- most of hospitality. So if you've got a restaurant, most of the time if you're getting a, an order, it might be you might be getting an order if it's online through Uber Eats or DoorDash or one of those other companies, or you might be getting a reservation which is done by a third party. When we're talking about a direct booking, it could be a direct order. It could be like if you've got a hairdresser as well, there are a lot of companies coming in the middle between you and the customer and they're taking a commission or a cut and they're starting to own that customer as well. So what we're trying to do as a business is to teach business owners to uh, keep hold of those customers and find ways to get people to book the haircut, book the consultation, order the food directly with the restaurant rather than ordering it um, through a third party like an Uber Eats, right? There's other ways to do business which can be more profitable. Sure. So so we we talked about direct booking, the strategy, or I said, hey, have you got ideas? And this is what I want all of you to do is to think about your business and say, hey, can you create a social media plan for my business? And whatever your business is, you're going to just ask it to do to put together a social media plan and it will start to spit out all sorts of ideas. And then let's say you've got 20 different ideas that it gives you. You're going to take one of those ideas, right, that it's, that it's given you. And one of those ideas might be around let's do, um, uh, let's do, let's say it's a hairdresser's, okay? Let's do something about the top 10 uh, haircuts or the best, the, the haircuts which are in, in trend or the haircuts of celebrities. Getting. I know nothing about haircuts, clearly. <laughs> <laughs> but then you say, hey, can you please write me 30 social media posts about said topic? And yeah. it's going to give you 30 social media posts. Now, we talked about this before. Your job is to check the 30 and see that they're good. Yeah. That's the first step. Then you're going to get the top 20 or the top 10 that you really like. And you're going to put it back into ChatGBT as a list of 10. And then you're going to say to it, okay, great. Now I've got my 10 topics that I'm going to do posts about. Can you please put them into a table? And I'm going to ask you to put put it into a table. You can have multiple columns. And you say, in column number one, it's going to be the topic. In column number two, can you please write me a post that would be for LinkedIn or for Instagram? And then column number three, can you give me all the hashtags that will be related to said topic? And I'll put it into a table. It'll do. Have you done this yet, Amber? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll put it into a table and you've got, now you've got 10 days of posts that are sorted. And if you want to go one step further, and I did this in my training, you can actually then import that all into Canva as, yeah. a, as, a, as a copy and paste thing. So well, Tate, I don't, I didn't want to be, I don't want to cut you off because Canva's are doing some really groovy things too. So, like, you copy and paste it into Canva, and then oh, well, once you copy and paste it into Canva, so so you don't, so you know that you can import a spreadsheet into Canva, and they'll grab all the posts and then do it onto separate separate tiles. And those separate tiles, you can then go and put together your, you know, you can just adjust them a bit and then put them into your Instagram. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's as simple as doing that. And you can just, it's about running at scale. It's about ideas. It's about communicating effectively um, and just creating these plans. And uh, if you're a large business owner, this is super useful. But if you're a small business owner as well, where you're just, you don't have time to sit down and brainstorm. You, you know, when when is the time to do that? You don't have an hour or two a day. And, you know, if you're a super disciplined, maybe you do it, which is great. Most people don't have that time. So when you don't have the time and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do, just give it a go. Start the ideas flowing and you'll get super excited because now you know that at each step of the process, when you want to create a post or you want to improve a post and it's not going right, it's not what you want, you can then adjust it and you can get it to help you. So it's like a, an extra employee or a social media or a branding person sitting there and helping you with these uh, with these different um problems that you have. And I want to add another thing to it. So, I mean, you know, this is no secret that I'm obsessed with brands and that's what we do. And so when we do a brand guide with a company, we always develop the tone of the company's voice. Mm -hmm. And so I'll just share mine for Amber Hurdle Consulting is warm, experienced, humorous, Southern and direct. So when you hear, like, you know, I'm pretty sassy in my social media posts at mm. times. Um, and But I'm still, like, deeply caring, and I'm very direct, and I'm going to say some Southernisms that might not, you know, be said all the time out on the West Coast or the East Coast or New Zealand, where you're sitting mm. right now. And so all those words, when we put them together, makes it a post that sounds like I wrote it. And for the mm. most part, I do the majority of our content development, but... Um, but not always. And so if I'm working like with a vacation rental brand, then it's not the founder's voice. It's not your marketing person's voice. It's the company's voice. And it doesn't matter if you outsource it to a marketing company or if you have an intern come in and take over some of it, but not all of it, like your voice is going to be consistent. So can we put in, write these social media posts and make them sound warm, make a sound experience, humorous, Southern and direct. Can you put that into chat GPT? And now you don't have to tweak them on the back end to make it be your voice and not vanilla, like it would be any company. Yeah, I think that's, for me, in my experience, that's where it's still not 100% there, but it will get there regardless, meaning that we we must give it a voice. We must think about our brand. We must think about whether it makes sense to our audience. Um, quite often when, so when, when I'm writing posts, my spelling is always British spelling rather than American spelling. So yeah. it's throwing in all the Zs and then I have to take out the Zs because if I, if I post Zs, everyone knows that I've generated it through ChatGPT. Right. So there's those kind of things, but uh, tone is very important. Important. Other things that you can do, which are which are quite interesting, is you can find the voice of a celebrity and or someone that you aspire to, or someone that you think that fits your brand, and you can use their particular voice, and then the ChatGPT will use that voice to to do it. So you know you could do like a Joe Joe Biden type voice or a Donald uh Trump's. Voice. How would Donald, Donald Trump write this particular response to an email? So as an example, I just put into chat GPT. So this is where the limitations are because you know my voice. And if you've been a listener for some time, you know my voice and I'm not overtly Southern, but I do have little Southernisms. So write five social media posts about employer branding 
in a tone of voice that is warm, experienced, humorous, Southern, and direct. So this is this is what we got round one. Okay, brace yourselves. Hey, y'all, ready to build a killer employer brand? Let's show them why our company is a sweet tea of workplaces, refreshing, satisfying, and always leaving you wanting more. Hashtag employer branding, hashtag Southern hospitality, hashtag workplace goals. Okay, I don't sound like that. That's not me. Mm. Like, you have to... Like maybe I would take out that's warm, experienced, and direct. Like, cause humorous too. Like, what is that? So here's another one that it wrote. Um, if you want to attract top talent, you got to give them something to talk about. Our company's employer brand is like a tall glass of lemonade on a hot summer day, irresistible and impossible to forget. Come join our team and be a part of something special. Hashtag join us, hashtag employer branding, hashtag sweet success. Doing a little bit better there, just a little bit. Um so 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 let's uh let's let's help people. So you find the post that is most appropriate. Uh-huh. And that is the one that you can then take and you're gonna start to refine. And you can do it in several different ways, right? So you can refine it, you can say, make it more sassy, make it more casual. Yeah. You can also say, please remove this particular part and please add these concepts or these ideas to the post. And then as it's doing that, you start to build up more in terms of your tone, your voice, your kind of working collaboratively to then get it to where you want it to be. Or the other thing that you can do, if you think it's already getting, it's getting there, it's like, oh, wow, this is really good. This is amazing. What you might want to do is to get it to elaborate and expand. And we do this all the time. So we'll be writing a blog post and then we'll say, great, you've got these five points we've actually got another five that you haven't thought of or that you didn't add in your first version. Can you add these five extra concepts or ideas? And then it'll start to add them into your post or article or whatever you're doing. And then you've got a far more content to work with. And it's using that first voice that you had before to kind of got cut it. it out and to elaborate it. Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. So I did, I did make this social media post more professional, but still keep it fun. So the post is, hey, job seekers, tired of a bland, uninspired workplace? Come on down to our company where the sweet tea flows freely and the employer brand is as warm as a summer breeze. We're always on the lookout for talented, driven folks to join our team. Could that be you? So the response to that was, instead of, hey, job seekers, attention job seekers. Instead of tired of, it's are you tired of? dull inspiring workplaces look no further than our company instead of come on down to our company uh where our employer brand exudes warmth and hospitality just like a refreshing summer breeze we are constantly on the lookout for driven and talented individuals to join our team are you ready to work hard and play hard come be a part of our success story today now that is a little bit of a more sophisticated version of what i just read and so you know i would still want to tweak that but i'm a career writer right so that's this mm -hmm. This is where I get into like a little beef with chat GPT. It's like, well, you can't replace me, but you can <laughs> really get me going in the right direction and let me fluff from there. But for right. people so, who aren't a writer, this is gold. I, absolutely. And it, it you start to raise your, your game altogether. And the point of this exercise, I don't think it's about writing the, the, the post itself because you'll figure it out. You'll yeah. start to work on it. It's just about your time. And you're sitting there, you go, all right, I know that I have to write another blog post. Oh, I know that I have to write some better social media titles or titles for my website or do a bit of SEO work. I know that I have to write 
response to the bank to that stupid email that they sent through asking for whatever. I know that I've got some, you know, something that I have to resolve. I just uh, can't even be bothered getting onto it. What you can do is you can throw in um, the email and then you can get it to start to help you with the answer. And if it's getting it right, you're already, you've done 80% of the work and you can do the final 20%. So then that is like where I just go to, to say, cause people say, well, like you're a writer, aren't you worried about it? And I'm like, no, because, because I am a writer. I understand the limitations of this from the tone, from the accuracy, mm. from all those things that I'm trained and went to college for and all those kind of things or career of it. And yet here I am still using it. So why? Right. So to your point, it's like, oh, I need to write a blog post, but I actually, I really also want to go to happy hour. So let me pop it into chat GPT real quick, hammer out a quick five paragraph where it understands the SEO, where it just automatically pulls all the sources. I'm not having to spend an hour doing research. I'm not having to make sure that the paragraphs are short enough to be appropriate for online reading is going to handle the structure of it. And then I can hop back in and massage it, zhuzh it up, make it what it needs to be for me. But let's just say that it's a person who is not a writer, not their spiritual gift, amazing with numbers, amazing with spreadsheets, not a writer. This exponentially changes the game for that person because they went from, I hate it and it sucks, so I'm not doing it, or my writing is just terrible to suddenly having this huge jump and then they'll work it out along the way to get to that extra fluffing at the end. But the jump there is astronomical. Yeah. And one of the, the parts that I, I want to come back to that you said is the research part. Mm-hmm. So typically when we research, uh, when when I was at university, then we'd go to the library and get some books. <laughs> and now that I think back to it, the books would have had to be like two or three years old by the time they got onto the shelf, you know, that kind of that content, the editing and getting it out there. Yeah. And then the internet came along and, and actually we're using the internet as well at university, but the teachers weren't that fond of us using, you know, sourcing from Wikipedia or something like that. You can't do that. Um, so then, you know, that kind of progressed and now the internet is, uh, we do use it a lot more for sourcing and defining our information. But the trick is this right now, if you're trying to find information, what do you, what do you, what do you do? You go into Google, right? Google is the answer to everything. Mm-hmm. But the problem is this, is Google is giving you individual pages that are curated by one person. So that person wrote that article, you can go and read that article, and then you can go read another article, third article, fourth article, fifth article, and you keep on researching. And that's going to take you time, right? What is the best way to write um, a, uh, um, uh, what's it called, a a job advert for an employee? Okay, and then you go and you research and you've got all your different things. What ChatGPT is doing is actually it's, all, it's read it all and it's getting all those ideas and bringing them together for you on your behalf. As long as you give it the right context and instructions and saying, this is what I think the best answer is to this yeah. particular problem that you've got. So because it's doing so much research and it's got the whole of the internet bar the last few years, but don't worry about that. I don't want to talk about that because that will change anyway. <laughs> so and that, yeah, that will change. It's 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 a it's a thing that uh, uh, that a lot of people talk about. It's not current, but that'll change. But it's getting all of that information, putting it all together for you, and it's going to be able to give you ideas that you've never ever thought of. Yeah, because you didn't have the time to research it, 
or you just didn't even think of it, but it's done for you and you don't have to click on each article because, all right, here's what I think are the best things. So if you're looking for ideas, you can you can say, it'll give you, say, give me 10 ideas about X posts and you go, give me another 10, give me another 10, give me 100. Now, from my experience, those answers get, they're not, not as good as the first 10 or the first 20, but you're right. going to have a very, very good sample size of answers to your questions. So that research part is huge. And I can only imagine all of the uses, like, I don't know if you're familiar with Searchy, but it's like a a hosting platform for courses, memberships, podcasts, all kinds of things. And what it does, uh, the initial thing, it was um, created by Stu McLaren, and um, I think he has some partners in it. And they, um, like you upload all this stuff and then you can search for any word that you want and whether it's in written form or said on a video or audio, it will take you to that content. So it's a mm. like, let's just say it's a membership and you have all kinds of content. Yeah. It's like, I just want to know how to use chat GPT. So put that in. Well, now they have put chat GPT as a pull through of the searchy already and it automatically transcribes like this thing just does all the things and now it's got chat chat gpt in it so it's like well damn all right so now we're already seeing this so when are we going to get the social media platform that writes the post creates the image and then post it third party to whichever one that you want like that's coming that's coming yeah, we know 100 percent, and that's i mean we're talking by the end of the year that most of that will be rolled out I think um, one th way to think about it as well is when it integrates into your mobile phone more effectively, when it, uh, they've already done it. They've already done it. You can right now on your Android phone, they haven't got a iOS yet, right now, and this is going to become old within you know, a couple of weeks, but you can jump onto your phone and you can download Microsoft. I forget what it's called, but it's like a Microsoft keyboard and you can touch a button and then use it to, to jump into ChatGPT and it'll write the messages for you. So just like predictive text, but it's actually on your, your Android phone. So that's already there. So that's there. So then you think about like in WhatsApp and LinkedIn and LinkedIn, you get the two, yes, I'm interested or yes, or go away or whatever. Now it's going to give you a better response. So take the whole context of the conversation and then just write the responses for you. So, I mean, I guess this is some of the risk, um, but that's what's where, where it's going. Um, but I think that right now, I mean, things that people want to think about is responding to customer emails, yeah. uh, responding to emails, using it as a tool. I think you want to be thinking about it when you're thinking about uh, your FAQs. And quite often, they're a bit of a pain in the bum to, to write and to, to write them out. When you're thinking about responding to positive reviews of your business or negative reviews of your business, it's just this tool where you're gonna you're gonna use it to help you do the work that you just kind of would never ever do. Um, but yes, you're hundred percent right. It is gonna take all of it and do a lot of it for us, and there's huge risks to that as well. Yeah, and I'm sure you get this too as a master marketer. But a lot of times, customers will come to me and just be like, "I wish you could just sit in my office all day and tell me what to say." Like you always know what to say, and so they'll call me on. Um, you know, I have like certain channels that are only for my customers and they can like basically walkie talkie me. And and that is because they're like, 
I'm in this situation or this is what happened. I, you know, I'm angry. I'm not in a good headspace. Like, what do I say? And then I'll give them the appropriate language that will let them say what they need to say and communicate the message, but also not offend somebody or cause a bigger problem. And so now you have chat GPT that you can just be like, here's the customer complaint. How do I respond to this firmly, but politely? And you have your answer. Like what? Do you remember when we used to read encyclopedias, Bart? Come on now. Come on. <laughs> the, the one the one thing that I love about that is it takes out a lot of the emotion. Yeah. And this is one of the things I highly encourage everyone to really check in with themselves because when we're dealing with situations which can be a bit more stressful, quite often we've got all sorts of emotions that will come in there. We've got ego that comes out. We can have, you know, anger, we can have hate, we can have disdain. Um We've got a lot of inbuilt bias in the way that we write or the way that we think mm-hmm. because the way that we were brought up because of our experience, because of our lives. And then so when we write a response to something, we're constrained or uh, there's another word that I'm looking for, but we're kind of forced by uh, these life experiences. So then when we write to somebody or we write to something and we're like, I'm so angry at this person. How could you possibly have said that? That's uh, no way you're wrong. And we always come, we quite often, you know, to, to be able to step back and then to look at it objectively and to think, oh, what is the best response? How can I have empathy for that person's situation? It can be very, very helpful for those high pressure situations where, you know, if you feel that you're feeling stuff when you're writing it, chances are that it's a good chance you should get ChatGPT to have a look at it. And to go, oh, I've got a better idea on this. I've got some ideas that you haven't thought of that might actually approach this in a better way than you are. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. So like just to recap, like I think what I'm hearing you say, Bart, is that this isn't a magic bullet. It's not going to fix everything that ever was in marketing, branding, idea generation, productivity, anything. It's not the magic bullet. But what it is, is it's a time saver. It is a condenser. It is a tool to generate new ideas. It is a creativity tool. And that if somebody can harvest it because they understand what to input into it, then they can extract a lot of things that will just make life and business super way easier. Is that pretty accurate? A hundred percent. And there's uh, there's one piece of advice that I want to give you. So I'm I'm traveling all over the country and I'll be traveling over the world talking about AI and ChatGPT, how to use it to help with your websites, with your direct booking strategies, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest thing that I'm hearing right now is a lot of business owners aren't using this or have tried it and they aren't using it all the time. So we did a poll, we did a survey, and the question was how often do you use ChatGPT? Um, out of 100 people, I think it was three of them use it 80% of the time. Now, I use it 80 to 90% of the time in the things that I do just to help me get there. Um, if you're not using it over 30 40% of the time, and I know that's hard to judge, just what does that actually mean? If you're not using it all the time, number one, you need to start using it. But if you're not using it, that's an issue. But the bigger thing is, is you need to get your teams using it. So train your people, train your people, get them to get in touch with someone like myself and by somebody that's training this stuff, put them in front of a YouTube video, get them using it. And you'll find that your productivity uh, goes up massively 
um, your ability to communicate with your clients goes up massively. There is one other story that I want to throw in, Amber, and this is about the creativity part with, uh, with ChatGPT. And it was something that I wanted to talk about earlier. So we did a five-day AI challenge. We did this course to teach people about you know, how to use ChatGPT to, to create blog posts, how to do um, lead magnets and stuff like that, which we can come back to if we have time. But um, one of the things that when we write blog posts, right, we always, we, we, it's quite often difficult to figure out the topic and what we're going to do. But in our course, this is one of the funnest things is we were doing a blog post about visiting a certain area. Okay. So going on a holidays to uh, Disneyland or going on holidays to Vegas or wherever. But then when your creativity can come in, you can say, Hey, rewrite this blog post but pretend that you're a time traveler 100 years ago and then you're asking chat gpt to kind of get something out of the ordinary and to create something that um would have a different tone a different voice something that you would never ever do it can be super engaging for your audience to get these new uh, concepts and ideas delivered to them from a completely different tone of voice, um, which is another thing. So from the creativity point of view, you can do so much. You just have to try it. It's going to get it wrong most of the time. But when it gets it right, when it guides you, you'll be so grateful that you that you started using it. Yeah, I so agree. Yeah, it's just get in the game. It doesn't even have to get an end result for your business. Just get in it, start using it, start asking it questions about your everyday life, get comfortable with it, and then start seeing how it responds and how you feel about the responses and just get in the game. If you don't get in the batter's box, you're never going to get a home run ever. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I I think I might quote that one day. (laughs) It makes so much sense. And I think... um, uh, for for me, I don't know how many people like. There is a bit of fear there. Um, there's a lot of um, creatives that are very afraid of it, and I think that there's right reason to be to be afraid of it. But it's not in the way that you think. So there's that you could be afraid of the impact that a tool like this might have for humanity. Right? Sure, like it could change things we dramatically. We should all be concerned about that. We should all be concerned about that, and we should all have input into what the way that we want technology to impact our lives and we shouldn't have our kids scrolling on their screens for 20 hours a day you know like it's just crazy how technology is impacting us and we have to have a voice on that but we can't we don't want to get rid of it altogether because there's so many benefits and we can become better as a, as a race as humanity but on an individual level it's kind of your responsibility to, to to learn about these things and to learn about them and to implement them the other one piece of advice I want to give everybody from this particular episode is do not get distracted with all of the hundreds of different AI tools that do all these wonderful things. The ones that are amazing, they will push through, but don't jump from one tool to the other. Don't follow those influencers that are just producing absolute trash. Right. Say, oh, check out this tool. Check out that tool. Then you check it out. It's absolute rubbish. You're never going to use it in your business and you'll waste more time, the ones that are most useful for your business and for you will come through and you'll get the right leaders telling you how to use them, teaching you how to use them in your business in a practical manner, um, creating images of two people sitting on a bench. Great, cool. If you want to play around, if you want to do that sort of thing, but it's not practical just yet. 
and right. mark those words. I'm not saying that they're not going to be good, but right. a lot of these tools that these influencers are talking about now, they've been around for five years. Yeah. They've been around forever and they're not very, they don't, they don't do anything. <laughs> like they, they, They're cool, right? But they yeah. don't do anything practical. You'll see a lot of tools and you have seen these like video editing tools. They're like, oh, the, 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 the latest, greatest thing. They don't work. Most of them don't work very well. And of course they don't work. You still need to get a video editor. It just doesn't work but they're getting better. The transcribing is there. So uh, pay attention to ChatGPT. Don't worry about Bard yet. Bard is the uh, is the Google version. It'll all come. Yeah. Once it comes, you'll hear about it. Don't go seeking it. I really don't encourage you to go down that path. You will go crazy. Yeah, I agree. And I think it's fun. Like, you know, you and I are innovators by nature. We're creative people. Like we're the people who want to play with new shiny objects and try to break them. And then we're like, okay, that didn't work. That's not going anywhere so that we can turn around and tell our customers, like, just stick with chat GPT now. But if you want to play with something, play with it, but don't, don't distract yourself. I just, I'm reinforcing what Bart just said. Don't distract yourself with trying all the things, find the one thing, get really good at it. And then as the other things evolve and you want to add that to your repertoire, you'll be ready. But it's just kind of like social media. Like if you're a LinkedIn person, but you're also trying to TikTok, but like really all of your leads come mm. from LinkedIn, like you're just, you're splitting your focus and your time and you're not really getting anything done as opposed to just doubling down on TikTok or doubling down on LinkedIn and really going all in on that and then letting everything else be just a little more of a support and not like what's really driving things. So Bart, we could talk about this all day. Um, but I think we're we're at the point of asking the final juicy question. And <laughs> um, and that is if you could give a parting piece of advice to a bombshellable, brave, unwaveringly confident woman in business based on your vast experience with marketing and branding and promotions and now AI, what would that be? Look, uh, it's such a funny one because it's something that so I've just had a break through Easter and through all of this noise and through all the different things that we have to get done, the one commonality that that has been the most important is the team. Mm. Build your team, build your team, and build it so that you, because you're not going to have enough time in the day no matter what happens, so that you have less to do and you've got somebody that can take on some of that workload as a business owner if you want to grow your business it's all about your team there's no other way that you're going to do it you know i love that sentiment and uh (laughs) something that we support every day at employer brand central and it's also something that i constantly and proactively trying to do for my own business because you are bang on my friend as you generally are so i think that's sage advice (laughs) too kind thank you thank you we do we do our best right yeah that's right um well i hate that i'm not going to see you in europe but um i am hopefully i'll get you know plans are to get to verma international in october if um all things go normally with uh the well, I haven't even told my audience. I don't think that I'm going to be a Gigi. You heard it here first. My daughter's having a baby. So um, I'm super excited about that and get to hang out with you again. And um, I just really appreciate you being on the show. So where can people find more information about you, about your offerings, about everything that we've talked about today? Yeah, look, of course, on all the socials. If you're looking on socials, then you can find me, which is Bart Sobies, or iBooked Online, which is iBooked.online. So uh, Instagram, iBooked Online, and the rest. 
If you're interested in following up a bit more and, and learning some practical tools, that five-day AI challenge, we actually have it, um, uh, the recordings of it. So you can get onto it and you can buy it. It's uh, ibooked.online forward slash AI. We've got that nice and simple. So you can jump on there and see my face talking at you. I'm really contactable. So if you're listening to this and if there's anything valuable that you have follow-up questions on, reach out to me, jump onto Instagram, jump onto Facebook, find me, just type in Bart Sobies, I will come up. And I'm more than happy to engage with you. And if I can make your life that little bit easier as a business owner than I've done my job, I will help you um, just get in touch. Yeah. And of course, we'll put all of Bart's contact information in the show notes. You just have to go to amberhurdle.com forward slash podcast with an S and look for Bart's episode. Um, and then you can also go to ibook.online forward slash Bart. And um, I think that's where you can find a lot of this stuff, the five day challenge, yeah. all the different ways you could connect with yeah, him. So exactly. we'll put that in the show notes too, if you didn't jot that down. But again, it's ibook.online forward slash Bart. Um, and you can connect with him and um, be as lucky as I am to have access to such a brilliant mind. So thanks for being on the show today, Bart, and for sharing such good information. I appreciate you and continue doing the good work that you're doing. And I do hope that I get to see you at Verma International. And if the stars align, otherwise, uh, have fun with the, with the new baby. Yeah, I know. <laughs> a whole new playing field for me. So we're excited. Um, of course, so Bombshell, make sure that you share this with somebody. This is such a hot topic. This gives like kind of a general overview of of what ChatGPT is and and um, the limitations and the, the best practices. So be sure to share it with another Bombshell that it can help. You know, I always like to say that um, I love helping Wilma Flintstone do business in a Jane Jetson world. And that's where we are right now, my friends. Flying cars are next. So share it like it review it all those good things and um we will see you on the next episode take care thanks for listening to the bombshell business podcast visit amberhurdle.com for more resources like show notes and check out the bombshellbusinesswoman.com to grab my book and download the free bonuses